Welcome to Absolute Fire. I'm your host, Money Michelle, diving into all things fire, the one inside you and the flames we use to create some killer food. Everyone has a story to share. This show is to inspire you to keep that flame blazing or to just help set off a much needed spark. Either way, I know you'll find it here. My guest today is a U.S. Air Force veteran with a passion for sharing unique flavors through his business, Blazing Star Barbecue. I'm happy to have you here today. Mike Starr, welcome to Absolute Fire. Oh, yeah. I'm excited for this. I've been uh, looking forward to it, and I really appreciate the opportunity, Michelle. I'm so glad you're here. So let's start from the beginning. So you are a veteran. Yes, Air Force veteran. Um, what made you want? What made you want to go into the Air Force? <clears throat> well, I, I grew up in North Carolina. Moved around. My family was in the furniture business. I really didn't want to work in a factory, and so I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And so, military was an option, right? I knew I couldn't stay at home. Yeah. Uh, so I looked into the different branches of service. The Air Force uh, had a lot more opportunities for me especially for a transitioning out uh, job-wise. So I gave him a list of five jobs that I was interested in, and uh, I got the third one on my list. So I was like, let's do it. And I originally planned on staying in for four to six years to get my experience and then go out and then ended up doing 21 years. Wow, that's a big difference. So what made you stay? I just enjoyed it uh, a lot more than I expected. You know, <clears throat> I got to see the world right out the gate. Uh, I was stationed in New Mexico. I put in the East Coast. I'm from North Carolina, so I put in the East Coast, and they sent me to New Mexico. Yeah. Uh, and then from there, I was only there for like a year and a half, and then went to Germany. And from the time in Germany, I got to travel all over the Europe. Uh, there's not too many countries in Europe I didn't get to see in that three-year span. And then I re-enlisted one more time, took a job that took me to Nebraska. And now that job was having me fly all over the world nonstop. So I was just getting to experience so many things. And now I was like, okay, do I want to stay or go? I had to make a decision to go past 10 years or get out. Because once you make it past 10 years, you got to stay for 20 uh, because it wouldn't make sense to get out and miss out on the retirement. So I don't, I don't know. We, I don't know about that. So that's how it works. Yeah. So I don't know uh, anything about that. So that's how it works. Gotcha. Yeah. So if you spend 20 years in the military, you can retire. Right. So anything past it, but if you get out at say 10 years or 12 years, you get nothing, right? There's no, no type of pension no nothing you get. Uh, now that has, they actually have made some changes in the military since then, I'm not sure exactly how it works at this point, but yeah, stay in for 20, you get, you get a retirement. If you stay in for eight, you get nothing. But then they, don't they set you up, you know, with when you leave, don't you get like a good job at home, right? Isn't it helpful? Potentially, potentially. I mean, uh, you could look at it as. That's uh, just what I've heard. That's just what I've heard from friends. Yeah. They don't really set you in. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's your job to use what you learned in the military to help you get a better job. Right. So because you're going to have technical experience, you're going to have the background, you're going to have the education potentially. 
you know, so yes, you're, you're better off, right. When you get out, but it still comes down to the individual, right. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to ask you the question that I'm sure everyone wants to know besides me. Okay. So was it like, so was it like, was it like Top Gun? Uh, No, not for me. I mean, I (laughs) I did live a, a pretty secretive life for probably a good portion of my career in the military. Uh, you know, I, the, after I left Germany, the job I had, I, I followed the president and took the SecDef, Sec State, Joint Chiefs of Staff, uh, all over the world. So wherever they went, I went. And so wow. obviously I was privy to <clears throat> a lot of information that your average person in the military wasn't privy to. And then I went to the Las Vegas area. That's all I can say for the next 10 years of my career, uh, where I was, uh, kind of unknown. Oh, all right. (laughs) So, but like, I think that for me, like watching the movie Top Gun from back in the day and then the new one, it just looks super exciting. But also right. I felt like I was going to have a heart attack when I watched it. So did you have anything right. to do with the planes or there's, I know there's yes. different sections. <laughs> so everybody in the military, in a sense, in the air force, right? Everybody in the air okay. force, so to speak, for the most part supports the war fighter in some form of fashion. Right. So meaning I was a communications guy, so I provided communications. So give me an example. When I was in Germany, I commit, I provided communications uh, air pitcher. So we would have radar. So we have a radar system that would track uh, ballistic missiles, aircraft, you name wow. it. Right. And then that information would get relayed to me. To, and then I would communicate that information to the appropriate, whether it be another aircraft, whether it be back to the, the Pentagon or whatever. Right. Uh, so, Everybody had a support. I actually did get to fly an F-16 while I was in uh, in the military. So that was a really cool highlight. Yeah. So cool. I got to do a barrel roll. I did I did my own barrel roll in an F-16. Uh, did you feel so, like you were going to yeah. die? It was wild. It was, it was, the adrenaline was amazing. I did, uh, <clears throat> I pulled nine yeah. Gs, you know, and wow. you have much, you much respect for the pilots because, you're like sitting there like, oh, you know, fighting it. And they're just sitting there moving around like like it's nothing because they're trained, you know, to deal with that much pressure on their body. Yeah. Yeah. I had severe anxiety when I was watching the movie and they were hitting the G's. I was like, I can't breathe. Does this really happen? So yeah. um, I really couldn't wait to ask you that that dumb question. But really, just because yeah. you wonder, no, you know, in the movies, question. it's yeah. never like in real life. For you know, sure. I just wondered. All right, so what do you what do you feel like was the best parts that you took out of being in the Air Force? Honestly, just being uh, surrounded by so many different people from so many different cultures, right? And I don't mean that just because of my travels overseas. I also mean it because you know I was working hand in hand from you know here I was a country boy from North Carolina. I was working hand in hand from maybe somebody from Queens, New York somebody from the Bay Area in California, you know, to somebody in North Dakota, right? So just different backgrounds, different cultures, different upbringings and stuff like that. So being able to 
kind of uh, interact with those people and get to know, you know, what they dealt with growing up. And then at the same time frame, we're bonding because now we yeah. we now have a similarity, right? Because we're away from family on a regular basis. You know, we don't know when the next time we're able to go home and stuff like that. So honestly, yeah, that being able sense. to uh, have that uh, was probably the biggest part. Of course, I enjoyed the traveling, you know, and the, the food uh, tasting of all the different uh, cultures around the world. So that was obviously a big part of uh, my military career and my business today. <clears throat> what was your favorite spot that you ever traveled to in the military? Wow. That's a tough one. Uh, the oh. favorite spot was probably this Island called Mauritius. Uh, it's off the Southeastern coast of South Africa. So, uh, oh. if you go to Madagascar, I've never heard of it. Yeah. Okay. I've no, heard of Madagascar because of the movie. Okay. Yeah. So it's, I, I want to say like a thousand miles off the coast of, in the middle of Indian ocean, there's a couple islands. It's actually John okay. Travolta's like favorite getaway spot too. It's the home of the Dodo bird. If you've ever heard of the Dobo bird, Dodo okay. bird. I, I have, yeah. I have heard of the Dodo bird and I only yeah. know of Madagascar because it's a children's like cartoon movie. Um, right. So it must be, it must be beautiful. So it was a tropical paradise. Be, I mean, I've been to some serious. Out to you. Yeah. I, it was kind of like, I don't know if you're old enough to remember the show fantasy Island. I am. I know Fantasy Island. I mean, I don't know okay. when it came out, but yeah, I do. And yeah, didn't think yeah. it was a little short guy, and he had a monkey. He had yeah, a monkey, right? Plain, de plain, boss, de plain. Okay. Yes, so that's what yes, yes. When I when I landed and got on a bus and went through a sugarcane field and arrived to this tropical paradise, that's what I felt like. I felt like I was wow. on Fantasy Island. All right. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, that makes sense. So tell me what happened. So you get out of the military and uh, how did you figure out where you wanted to go from there? That's a good question. <laughs> so that's what I, I'm here for, Mike. I am here right. for the good question. I'm <laughs> here to hit them. you hard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I, at the time frame, I had a military challenge coin business. So I, I designed and sold military challenge coins. Uh, and then I started an Asian market for my wife. And the, the whole thing was we were going to have two businesses running and that's how we were going to live. Right. I would help her with her business and, and then I would run my business. Well, that happened. We started the Asian market okay. and I started cooking Asian barbecue also outside. And then all of a sudden my wife got pregnant and we weren't expecting it at all. All of a sudden, and all of a sudden, all of a yeah. sudden she's having a baby. Boom, bang, bam. We just had it. So Got it. next thing you know, it turned into my Asian market, you know, and I was just That's just so funny. much work. Uh, yeah. Trust me. People would come in and be like, you don't look Asian. I'm like, you're right. I'm Caucasian. Anyways, that is good. Boom, good boom. answer. That's a joke there, right? Yeah, that so, was good. That was good. <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> we did that and. It just started getting to the point where I just had too much going on and it really wasn't worth my time. So then we were yeah. like, what are we going to do? 
you know, I didn't really want to have a, a job. I didn't want to do a regular working job. But one of my friends reached out to me and said, hey, the local electric company is starting a communications company and we could really use somebody with your background. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this. They're like, hey, the pay's good. Benefits are amazing. You should give it a shot. So I did. And I went on to start working for this company, which I did for about five, five and a half years. Uh, and then I quit about six months ago to take another job. And then now, well, I just quit that job and going full time with my business. And I'm so glad to hear that. So, so during this job that you weren't really feeling for that five years mm -hmm. is when you started Blazing Star Barbecue? That is correct. I, in 2020, early 2020, like before COVID really kind of got loose, uh, I would say mm -hmm. into January, early February of 2020, some of my friends reached out to me in Vegas. I helped them open four or five restaurants in Vegas. I did different odd jobs for them, security cameras, websites, social media stuff. Uh, yeah, just all kinds of stuff. So they reached out to me and said, hey, we're starting because, another restaurant. Because you're good with all that, right? Because you're good with all that because of your Air Force well, sort of. I, I, I do have uh, a, I, I did have a social media company uh, many moons ago okay. that almost that almost did something crazy, but that's another story. But yeah, so I have background. In, all right, so basically, in, you're a jack. You're a jack of all trades. I'm a type of you're person. You're a jack of all throws, trades. It seems. I, I, I like to think so. I'm a type of person that throws a lot of things at the wall and sees what sticks. So. I like it. But uh, good for you. So they asked me to start this restaurant. I mean, to help them with this restaurant. And I showed up and it said barbecue. All their other restaurants were Filipino restaurants. So I was like, OK, barbecue. What kind of barbecue? They're like American barbecue. I was like, really? OK. They're like, well, uh, we also know you barbecue a lot. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, can you help us with this other stuff that you normally do? But also we need you to help us with our smoker and figure out some menu stuff. I was like, yeah, sure. So I helped them with a the smoker. And then they're like, you know, I noticed you posted on your Facebook page a while back that you make your own sauces. And I'm like, yeah, I do. It's just stuff that I do around the house. You know, I've been doing it for 20 years. And they're like, well, we'd like to try one of your sauces. And I was like, yeah, sure. So the next time I came in, I brought them a fresh jar of barbecue sauce and they tried it and they're like, wow, this is really good. We'd like to use it in our restaurant. And I was like, well, how does that work? They're like, well, you make it and we buy it from you. I was like, okay, I guess I can get down with that. So <clears throat> started making barbecue sauce for them. And then unfortunately for them, COVID hit. Uh, and it really in Vegas yeah. shut down pretty hard and they were still trying to figure oh, it, it out. They were trying to, uh, trying to keep things rolling. And I was making like 20 gallons of sauce for them a week at this time frame, And uh, they were getting good feedback, but it was getting hard for them to continue with the restaurant, like, you know, having to pay. So they were trying to cut their costs, right? And uh, the barbecue sauce wasn't cheap to make. So anyways, we cut ties and I was like, well, you know what? 
let me see what I can do. So I started, I had started an Instagram account <clears throat> shortly, before, you know, during this time frame, And I started just posting stuff about it. And then people would reach out to me and like, hey, how do I buy it? So I started a website, you know, had my business license created and then just started posting about my sauce. And the next thing you know, I was getting really good reviews. <coughs> Sorry. Isn't it Can crazy how things happen to people, right? So you, yeah, you yeah. were asked to make your sauces that you always made at home. I'm a huge sauce lover. I just want to let you know because I make sauces. My dad always and did I, growing up. I love Barbecue hearing sauces, you say like sauce thing. too, by the way. And every time I say it, I do have a little thing in the back of my head that makes me feel like I'm not saying it right, but it's the only way I know how to say it, which You're is so funny. Right. So I'm it. a huge, <laughs> I am a huge, huge sauce lover. So when I used to go out for dinner, like with my parents, my dad would like order every sauce on the menu. Like if they had seven sauces, mm -hmm. he was getting them. And now I'm the same way, unfortunately. So I love that story. So they really like set the fire for you. And yeah. then even though COVID hit and that venture, you know, parted, you continued to go. And I love that. You continued. And you didn't just let it go to, you know, let it go to the garbage. Well, I, you were like, you know what? I'm going to roll with this. Well, I think COVID helped the business, you know, because now right? everybody yeah. was at home cooking. You know, everybody and their brother, brother and sister was heading to social media uh starting to cook and yes. show their cooks. So people were wanting to get involved. So people were looking to try new things, right? Uh, they weren't going out. They were getting stuff shipped to their home. They weren't going to the stores, right? So that actually yeah. opened the doors for people like me that had that craft barbecue sauce or seasoning, right? So it definitely... I've heard this a lot with COVID, yeah. yeah. Big time. And that goes to everything. You look at the... Uh, I mean... I'm sure, you know, with Traeger, right? You know, all the, the grills and smokers that Absolutely. just started flying off the shelf, you know, because of everybody being at home, right? Anything that meant and somebody now, could do it at the house. And now things have changed, though. Yeah, yeah but now sure. things have changed. Now that yep. the world is opened back up, now Traeger's having a little bit of tough time because, you know, everything's going up. The prices are going up now to make everything. Mm -hmm. And it's crazy, but now the everyone wants to be everything. out and not everybody wants to be home. Everybody wants to I be agree. out traveling because they can now. It's so crazy, but it, it did make a lot of businesses flourish. And unfortunately, a lot of businesses shut down, but I'm really yes. glad that it was good for you. And you decided yeah. to roll with it and, and blossom the hell out of Blazing Star. What is your favorite sauce that you make? Uh, it's probably my, I mean, I'd like to say, OG sauce because it's the OG, right? Uh, my original of sauce. Course, yeah. But really, it's the Asian bang sauce. Uh, uh, it That's was all I hear about from everybody. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great hearing it because it's, it's one of those that I was hesitant about bringing out. Uh, you know, I created it seven years ago when me and my wife were in the Asian market. So I made a very similar sauce, a milder version, basically of what we call the Asian bang today. But that's what I used a lot. Uh, and people really enjoyed it. Uh, and I enjoyed it because I could use it on so many things. It was so versatile. 
I could use it as a dipping sauce. I could throw it on wings. I could throw it on ribs. I could throw it on a finishing sauce of a stir fry, you know? So yeah, it just has, it has that, that bland, that blend and balance that you're looking for. It's not like your typical sweet and sour or teriyaki. Cause that's what everybody thinks about when they think of Asian sauces. But I yeah. kind of took a little bit of my experiences in Korea I lived in Korea for over a year. My experience from the Philippines, my wife's Filipino, uh, and then my own little twist to it. So I kind of took Korea meets Philippines with a little blazing star action in there on top of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm always down for a good dipping sauce. I don't know who isn't. But yeah, I've heard everybody raving about it. I need to get my hands on a bottle. What do you feel like is the hardest yeah, I need to get some. What do you feel like is the hardest part now of that's it, right? You you don't really have a safety net because now you're doing it full force. It's it's all on you now. Blazing Star Barbecue is 100% what you are doing right now. Do you feel like there's any, like, downside to it? For sure, right? I mean, I just gave up a, a great job, right, that was guaranteed, right, that provided my family with a pretty good lifestyle, right? So now we have to make sacrifices until, you know, I can get things rolling. Cause it's not, you know, it's not like blazing star has replaced my income. Uh, I'm hoping that it will lead to it. Kind of like uh, if you saw my video where I said, sometimes it will, it will. <laughs> sometimes. It will. Thanks. I appreciate it. Sometimes uh, things don't line up the way you, you, hope to right so i tried to line a bunch of things up and unfortunately those things didn't come together but i also said okay well i'm not going to let this hold me back i need to go forward with this and i need to give blazing star 100 of my attention right not 30 percent, not 40 percent, 100 i agree I agree. You see it on Shark Tank all the time. I mean, when I watch Shark right. Tank, they say, you know, is this something you're doing full time? They're like, no, I still have my full time job. They don't love that because as an right. entrepreneur, you're going to do better when you give it a hundred. And I know 100%. it's going to do amazing. You're going to be, I appreciate you're going to be super happy that you made this shift. Yeah. I have all good vibes about it, but I think that this is your time, right? And if you don't jump, you're never going to know if, it, if it's going to nah, fall out the way that you want it sure. to. Yep. Yeah. Heck yeah. It's something that you love. And let me ask you a it question. Is. At that job that was, you know, providing a good life for you and your family, were you happy? Uh, not really. Uh, I really haven't been <clears throat> happy since I got out of the military. Uh, when I say that with my job, right? It's just different. Uh, you hear it all the time. Some people in the military just have a hard time adapting to the civilian world. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think I'm one of those type of people because I'm used to processes and procedures and, you know, uh, everything's structured, right? Structure. And then, yes. yeah. And then you go into a company that doesn't have structure and doesn't have processes and procedures in place. And it's, it's kind of everybody's flying by the seat of their pants. I don't operate that way. It's probably right? frustrating. Yeah. It's probably it frustrating is. for it you. Is. So, uh, it was hard for me. I would try to push ideas, you know, based off my background and experience. And, you know, it, it just 
it just wasn't fun. It wasn't enjoyable. I enjoyed the job as far as like what my actual job was, but the job itself, I didn't. And then probably more so because I, I never really transitioned from the military to the civilian world. I have my own structure. And that's also why I owe to my businesses too. The stuff that I have done on the business, it's the structures and the processes and procedures that I got that, that discipline and I got in the military has kind of followed over into my businesses. I run, I run those things that way. If that makes sense. I love that. Yes, it does make sense. And I love that. That's what, when I asked you, like, what did you take out of it? Besides you getting to be with all of these different people, different backgrounds. I mean, that is an awesome part of it. The best part that you really took from it was the structure and all the learning and all the, you know, the wisdom that you, you take with you. Because that's what's going to make an awesome veteran business owner. Absolutely. Um, I did want to touch base on that, uh, actually, like mental health after the military. Did you feel like it was super hard for you and you had like some years to get used to it? Uh, For different reasons, right? You know, we all go through different, different paths in the military, you know, and I had some you know, rough times and stuff that I beat myself up over, you know, not just like military stuff. I mean, you're, uh, the military is hard on families. Right. Uh, so I went through a divorce and had kids, you know, so, uh, I got separated from my kids. Uh, and yeah, that's a lot, you know, so, and now you deal with it. Right. So now I have, my older daughter, she moved home, moved here after she graduated high school. So now we're getting a connection now. But so there was, there's different things. So it's not always just the mental's not always war or what people think of. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that military right. people, okay. families deal with that your normal family doesn't have to deal with. Yes, that's good to share. That is so true. It is not just about if you've gone to war or the things that you've seen while you were in the military. That has It's not always what it is. It's super tough on families. You're away, and you were away for yep. a long time. So a lot, you were yeah. married before you left, or you got married? I'm confused on the timeline. So I, I got married, uh, in well, actually, while I was stationed in Germany. So I met my first wife in New Mexico, and then we stayed together. Even though I went to Germany, she stayed in the States. We got engaged. We got married. I had two kids with her. We were married for 12 years. Uh, We got divorced. I met my current wife uh, in Korea, and then we stayed in touch. Uh, while I was in Vegas, we stayed in touch and then I flew over to the Philippines, spent some time over there. We got engaged and now we've been married for 10 years, uh, and we have another child together. So I have a 24 year old, a 19 year old and a seven year old. Oh, wow. I didn't even know you had a seven year old. Yep. I have a seven year old daughter. I do. I do, too, Mike. I do, too. Um, yeah, 7 yep. and 11. 7 and 11 over here. I don't know why I nice. thought that your kids were older. I didn't even know you had a 7-year-old. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So now you get to be young. full-time. 
Oh, yes, absolutely, they do. So now you get to be full-time at home. Is that where you're running Blazing Star out of out of your house? Yeah, that's sure. I, I am. I mean, obviously, I'm going to do some traveling with the business, but the last job that I just took, and that was that's really what pushed me uh, to go ahead and make this decision because I took a job uh, back in April that was supposed to have me working from home with some travel. Instead, it's been all travel. So like the last six months, I've been gone all the time. So if it wasn't for work, I was gone for bi- for my business, right? So, so oh, then, that, man. yeah, so that really killed, you know, our family time. And then it killed, it took the time away because I was living in a hotel. So I couldn't do, I couldn't make cooking videos in the hotel, you know? So it took yeah, no. away from my business and my family time. So now going full time, we'll be here mostly uh, doing some food trucking here locally, uh, catering events, stuff like that. My wife's actually going to quit her job and, and come work for me. <clears throat> so we're going to be working together awesome. on it. That's and then great. my little daughter great. will be helping out, too. So I think it's going to be great, you know, both for the, the family. And I the think business. it is, too. Yeah, I think it is too. And I, I've said this previously, but I always feel like things happen at the time that they're supposed to happen, right? I like agree you with were that 100%. not supposed to, you were, right? You were not supposed to be traveling and they had you traveling all over. You were supposed to be working from home. It's just like a tap on the shoulder. Hey, listen, it's time for yep. you to go full force, blazing yep. star all the way. And now you're here. 100%. So I love that. I love that story. And uh, I, I really, truly believe that you are going to do phenomenal. And I, uh, I mean, I've only heard amazing things. I know, you know, we know a little bit about each other just from social media. For sure. And I think yep. that you are um, a really awesome, genuine human. So I wish you all good things. I appreciate it. I really do. I, I honestly, it's to me, it's about surrounding myself around great people. And, you know, some of those great people that I've surrounded myself around and I continue to do. Absolutely. You know. Uh, I think we all feed off of each other and help each other. And that's what it's about. Uh, I kind of tell people that <clears throat> my life in the military, when I left the military, before I really started this company, I was I moved out to this town that I live in now, Pahrump, uh, which is about 50 miles west of Vegas. Right. When I moved out here, it was for multiple reasons, but uh, I wanted land and get away. But what I lost was in the military, I had all this camaraderie, right? With the people that I worked with yes. and stuff like that. Cause we, uh, we had it right. So I was missing that. So it wasn't until I started this barbecue journey and started this business that I actually started, like it started filling that void for me that I was missing. Right. And then, you know, I, being able Mike, to, I agree. I agree on that. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah. So it was, it was therapy, like straight up therapy, you know, being able to, uh, now I had people that I could relate to, right. People that I could bounce things off of now. Right. Because it was what I enjoy doing and it's what they enjoy doing, what you enjoy doing. And I could now, you know, interact with those same people. And, uh, yeah, it's been the best part about this, uh, whole journey and business. Right. Yeah. And I, a lot of my guests, when I talk to them about 
why they do what they do, what's the best part about it. A lot of them talk about how they love the community of it, the mm-hmm. camaraderie. And I feel yeah. exactly the same because once once you're out of school, it's totally different. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. that, you know, like, hey, what's going on? Like, I don't go to a nine to five. I don't have a group of people, you know, that are my people, you know, that I work with. So I love that part. It's like they're your teammates, even though they're not right there with you. Right, exactly. And I really want to talk. I want to talk about that quick for a minute. So you have a group of people. They're mm-hmm. your ambassadors, right? They 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 use your product. I, I don't like that word. I would love yeah, to. Yeah, I don't know. like that word. No, I, I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> but I would love to know how you started naming it the cartel. Well, so that actually, I think, came after a. Uh, we were doing some uh, live chats and we were at Tone's place too, right? And he's got that kind of that vibe at his spot, right? And then one yeah. of the one of the people said, you know, the Blazing Star Cartel, and it just kind of caught from there. So do you I mean, do you know who said it? I don't remember. I honestly don't because probably right. between between the the chats, the lives, and the 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 events at Tone's house, whenever it was, I don't even remember the time or occasion. I just remember popping up, but I guarantee you I was a little buzzed, so I don't remember. Okay. Well, I'm gonna fill you in. So what happened was what I happened never was, knew Tone. Tone, right. yeah, Tone TFTI barbecue for anyone right. that doesn't know. He is my bestie. I love him. He's awesome. Yep. He's super Mine close too. with you as well. Yep. So I did not really know Tone in the beginning. And when you right. don't know Tone, he's covered in tattoos. He looks yep. like he might be like, you know, a, a badass right. of some sort. Right. But meanwhile, he's like sure. the most sweetest, warmest, yep. most amazing yep. person. So one day I told him the truth and I said, I don't know, you looked like you were in the cartel or something. And then he rolled it out. So then we laugh now to this day. I go, am I getting credit for Blazing Star Barbecue Cartel? Because I told Tone <laughs> he was a part of the cartel. And then he rolled it out to okay. you guys. So now you guys have the cartel. I, I do so think I really I was the originator. These, I do think I did hear some back conversation about this. So, so funny. I think maybe you yeah. get some credit. And I loved that. it. I do. I get a little bit and I love it. I think that it goes with you guys so good. Like the Blazing Star Cartel. I absolutely love it. Way better than ambassadors and all that. I don't like that word that much either. So I I love it. Yeah. The thing is, and I get people reach out to me all the time. They're asking me, Hey, how do we, how do we become an ambassador? I said, well, first of all, I don't call them ambassadors. I said, everybody's a team member, you know, and we yeah. all work together. We all come together and make a decision on who comes into our cartel, right? Uh, I yeah. At the end of the day, you know, we work together as a team, right? Uh, we help lift each other up. It's not just about Blazing Star Barbecue. Uh, we all can help each other attain attain goals. Uh, we we constantly push yes. each, push each other to 
to reach each other's goals. Some of them, some people are in catering. Some keep people in restaurant business. Some of them are in barbecue competitions. So we're constantly pushing each other. It's not just about my products, my brand. It's, it's a whole team concept and that's what I preach. Yeah. You're not, you're not about me, me, me at all. And I'm sure that has to do with the camaraderie that you learned and loved from the military, but you're not. And it shows. And everybody that is on that is a part of the cartel only is, you know, has good things to say and they're all good peeps. hundred percent. I appreciate it. I agree with you too. They're amazing people. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So the way that I end the episodes of absolute fire is a little thing that I call under fire. It's called under fire. It's three questions and you only get to answer each question with one word. One word. So three questions, okay. one word, and right. I shouldn't tell you this, but nobody, nobody really has nailed it. They just—it's right. just a little difficult. Maybe they've done it once in a while. Let's see how you do. All right. So All question right, number see. one: If you could live, if you could live anywhere, where would it be? Tomorrow, you could press a button. You could live anywhere. Where would you choose? Philippines. I was going to say, when you told me your wife was from the Philippines, that is like bucket list. I really want to go. Yeah, it's just the culture, everything about it. It's beautiful. Uh, I actually almost, we almost moved there when we were trying to figure out what we were going to do. I almost became a a dive master over there. So it's just something about my vibe is, is fishing. I love to fish. I love to barbecue. And, you know, so uh, we always kind of talked about having like a, uh, like a, a restaurant bar on the beach in the Philippines uh, yeah. and just fishing, scuba it's, diving It sounds like and barbecue. It sounds yeah. like a good vibe. It sounds like a good vibe, yeah. Mike. And you know what I just it's realized that I tell everyone to answer. Yeah. I tell everyone to answer the question with one answer. And then I start asking questions about that answer. So really I'm the problem here. I've just noticed that. <laughs> All right. Okay. Question number two. <laughs> What did you want to be when you grew up? When you were a little kid, what did you want to be? Before you even thought about the military, did you want to be something particular? So believe it or not, at one point, I wanted to be a math teacher and a wrestling coach. Oh, so both of those things. That's very opposite, but but okay. Well, so a math teacher and then be because you got to be a teacher to be a wrestling coach right so i was going to coach wrestling and be a math teacher so yeah okay sounds i love weird. it that was, that was that's a good what one. i no yeah, it, it sounds I, it sounds like it would be a good it would, it would be a good profession you get the best of both worlds right not what you expect all right number right? three <laughs> it's not it's not at all but i like it number three what makes you laugh the most? Not me, because I know I make you laugh. But what makes you laugh the most? Wow. That's a tough one. Uh, that's why it's called Under Fire. I'm just kidding. That, it's really not tough. What makes fire. you laugh? Like, when's the last time you laughed super hard? What makes you laugh, Mike? Um, and if you don't know, you better start laughing more. <laughs> see you're making me laugh i'm gonna have right to insert now. music <laughs> right i said I you think, can't say me because i know it's i know i'm part of it uh, how about how about every time you say sauce 
Oh, Lord. That's a good one. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad to be a part of making you smile and laugh. I'm sure every time I say sauce, <laughs> somebody laughs. So it, it makes sense. Well, I, I want to thank you but... so much. for t- Yeah, no, everybody does. I want to thank you so much, though, for spending time with me on Absolute Fire. And uh, I love learning more about your story and your military life. And I have all good vibes of what's to come for you and Blazing Star Barbecue. Well, I really appreciate it. And I appreciate the opportunity. I've been looking forward to this moment. And uh, I'm looking forward to watching your show, listening to your show moving forward, too. Thanks so much, Mike. I appreciate all of your support. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the show and are leaving with a full tank of fuel. Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe and share if you loved Absolute Fire. I appreciate it. If you want to leave a review, that would be awesome as well. Sending love if you want to find me on Instagram, Absolute Fire Podcast. See you next week. 